0: Welcome to the aspire to inspire podcast I'm your host Lisa Griffin I'm a personal trainer and mindset coach on the Gold Coast in this podcast we dive deep into discovering your purpose accepting your limiting beliefs and stepping into the power of your most confident authentic self are you ready to become the girl you've always dreamed of all right well let's get into the podcast Hello guys, and welcome back to the Aspire to Inspire podcast. This is so bloody exciting. Okay, first of all, thank you guys so much for all the love and support that I've already had so much of since starting this podcast. It really does mean so much to me, and I really appreciate all the love and support that you guys have given me. All the feedback has been absolutely amazing, so thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me. Let's talk about one of the most controversial topics in the entire social media world, let's talk about OnlyFans. Now, if you guys don't know, or if you do know, I did have an OnlyFans account for a good 12 months of my life. I was an OnlyFans creator, and that is something that we are going to dive really fucking deep into today. And that we're going really raw and real to what I learned from OnlyFans. Before I say anything, before I get too nitty gritty into the details, I just need to reiterate and just obviously mention to you guys that everything I talk about is my opinion. So if you don't like it, I highly suggest that you get off this podcast and go listen to something that's more informative because... I'm sharing a lot of my personal experiences with OnlyFans, negative, positive, but majority negative. So again, if you are an OnlyFans creator and you are absolutely loving your life and this is not the podcast for you, let me just be honest about it. Obviously, let's just get straight fucking into it because this is one of those topics that not a lot of people who were in the industry would like to talk about in this regard. What I mean by that is people get into the OnlyFans industry because it's really easy money, right? And it is, it fucking is. Let me tell you how fucking easy this industry is to make a lot of money on. But you have to be a certain type of human to be able to fucking deal with that because there's a whole other ball game of emotion. Let me just say. Let's go diving deep into why I started OnlyFans and where it kind of began, because I think that's a lot of a stigma behind me as a person. People are really interested to know kind of where it all started, what happened, what was the, the drive method for me to try to, I guess, start an OnlyFans account. Now, with OnlyFans, it is one of the hardest, probably one of the hardest industries to be able to maintain, if not be successful in, because it is so... Not only so saturated, but it's one of those jobs, if you call it a job, that you just never stop working on. Because if you do stop, then you're going to have people that are angry, people aren't going to want to subscribe, people aren't going to want to give you money, X, Y, and Z. So if you decide to do an OnlyFans account, you have to fucking commit to it, right? It's not something that you just have on the side and be like, I'm just going to post every now and again. It's not like that because you're dealing and you're competing with over a million, like over a million other creators that are on this platform. I think it was back in. 2020 when i first got into the onlyfans industry now back in 2020 let's just dive a little bit deeper into the past now this was during covid times i didn't have a current job at this moment i didn't have a boyfriend i wasn't seeing anyone x y and z i was just kind of living my life and one of my friends was on onlyfans and she was just like making all this bank she was like you know really happy she was be able to do all these things and i was like no this is not for me like to be honest i hated on people who do onlyfans before so rude about it and I'm definitely um, aware that I wasn't... (laughs) very nice about people who did OnlyFans and that makes me such a hypocrite and I fucking own that because I know I'm a hypocrite um so basically I have always loved the thought of like posting lingerie photos and posting bikini photos and I just love to be able to get that attention if you will and it definitely wasn't because I was like oh I really want to empower women that's the biggest load of cock shit that I ever said All right, it was because I wanted attention. And let's just be fucking honest here. Nine times out of 10, if you start an OnlyFans account, it's majority of the reason why you do it is because you want attention from guys. That's fine. I'm fucking guilty of that. I'm so guilty of that. But that's the reality of being in the industry so saturated is that you have to be able to be different in order to be successful in something like that. So my friend was like, why don't you just stop? And I was like, absolutely terrified. You know, at the time I was kind of seeing someone, kind of not seeing someone. We weren't really exclusive or anything like that, but he definitely had a big emotional attachment or I had a big emotional attachment to him. Therefore, I was feeling very guilty about all the decisions I was making because I was worried about what he would think, even though we weren't in relationship. That's a whole nother ball game. I'm going to talk about that in another podcast. But I definitely took a lot of what he said as a criticism. And I was like, if he doesn't like it, then why should I do it? Yada, yada, yada. But then at this point, very moment when I decided to start OnlyFans, was a time that he was like, oh, I don't really want to talk X, Y, and Z. So we kind of drifted apart. So I was like, well, fuck it. He doesn't want me. So I'm going to go on OnlyFans now because I have the opportunity to do that because no one's telling me I can't, if you will. So I went and I booked an apartment in Surface Paradise with my girlfriend who was also on OnlyFans and we did a shoot. This was around the time of my birthday and no one knew I was doing this. So I booked the apartment for my birthday for my 21st birthday, but no one knew the actual reason why I booked that apartment. And mum and dad, if you were listening. to this, please click off. But yes, so I booked that apartment specifically to film OnlyFans content. Now, with that being said, it was literally such a vanilla shoot. It was literally just me in a few Honey Burdette sets taking a few nice photos. They weren't really like raunchy. They weren't really revealing. It was just kind of like a really mediocre shoot. I was so fucking nervous. So bloody nervous because I didn't know what the repercussions were going to be if I promoted this. I was terrified even though i was like oh my god i look so amazing like this is gonna be so good i did not know what was gonna happen i did not know what i was getting into if you will at this time my instagram was growing at a rapid i had a tiktok account that was growing at a rapid pace i think i had like thirty thousand followers on tiktok at this point and then yeah i was still trying to reach my 10k on instagram and so that's all i cared about that was all i cared about i literally just wanted to get more followers wanted to get more likes wanted to get more views x y and z because that's what i thought my life was going to be a social media influencer how the was was I so naive because that was definitely wasn't the case. So I got all these photos done, I edited them, I picked the ones I really liked, and then I posted my first ever one on Instagram. <laughs> for Merry Christmas, a saying Merry Christmas. And this was before I even promoted like my OnlyFans because at this point, I hadn't even created the account yet. You have to go through an entire whole ordeal to even be an OnlyFans creator. It's like a whole verification. I'm not sure what it's like now. I got a feeling it's probably a lot easier to do now. But back then, two years ago, it was a whole process. You had to wait a few weeks in order to get approved X, Y, and Z. So yeah, I hadn't actually made the account yet. So at that point, I wasn't sure whether I was going to be doing OnlyFans. I wasn't sure whether that was the pathway I was going to take. Then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. What have I got to lose? I need money. I need to get a job. I don't really feel like working. I'm lazy. I don't really feel like pursuing my PC business. So I'm just going to do this. So I made the account. Let me just say that it's. if anyone knows me personally, or if anyone has actually seen any parts of my OnlyFans content, I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed and I'd really hope that you haven't. But if you have, my name, unfortunately, and fortunately, is one of the top porn stars in the world. Lisa Ann. And so that drew a lot of traffic to my account because a lot of people from all over the world, especially in India, was my biggest traffic it was because people thought that I was actually Lisa Anne, which is really funny to me. But I obviously use that as an opportunity to grow because I was just like, well, all these people think that I'm Lisa Ann. So I'm just going to roll with this, right? I'm just going to roll with this because I may as well. I'm in the sex industry, yada, yada, yada. Now that bit me in the ass so much that you could you could never understand i was deleted off like four different TikTok accounts because I was using the name Lisa Ann. I was deleted off Twitter. Now, Twitter is one of those places that you have to do something seriously bad in order to get deleted. And I didn't do anything seriously bad because I was getting reported so much because the social media platforms thought I was the real Lisa Ann, the real porn star, and I was impersonating her, which wasn't the case. She's like 60 years old. I was not impersonating her. We just happened to have the same name. So that became a hurdle already. And then I started to get really fucking deep into OnlyFans. It's not something I'm proud of. Like I lost my job. I was working in a cafe. I was so immature and I kept talking about OnlyFans. I kept telling the fucking customers about it. Like it was so bad and so embarrassed. And I honestly, I feel really bad for that cafe. And then I got a job at F45 and I actually hid my account from them for like two months because I didn't want them to know about the OnlyFans because I was ashamed of it, even though I was working on it. And I got this job. They hired me. They found out I had OnlyFans and they fired me. So that was like all of these things happening in, Last, in the first six months, I guess, of me having the platform. I got really deep into it. I had a few collaborations. I got into the actual sex part of it. I'm just going to go into a little bit of that. This is a very hard topic for me to talk about because when I think back to that girl, right? I think back to that girl and I'm like, what was going through her mind in that very moment? Because I was never, I never thought I was going to be a sex worker, nor did I thought I'd ever work in the sex industry because I was so against it, right? But I got so saturated in this industry because I was like, oh my God, I'm making all this money. You know, I was pulling these 10K months and it was great and it was easier and didn't even have to fucking work. So I wanted to create more and more content with these big creators. I got approached by one of the biggest OnlyFans creators in the world. We were going to do content together and I never pursued it because that was kind of the moment when I realized that this is not the pathway that I want to take like if I went onto this person's platform and filmed this video with them I would have made 40 grand just in one month just because he would have posted it. And I knew that was the terms that I was going to get involved in, but it did not align with me at all. And I was fucking terrified. And at this point, I think I was seeing someone and he was very like, no, don't do that, yada, yada, yada. But it wasn't because he told me not to. It was because I realized that I would never forgive myself if I did that. I did go into a a bit of a spiral, I guess you could call it. I felt so fucking lonely. I felt so depressed and I had all this money, but I didn't do anything with it. I think back now, I literally could have a house. I I literally could have a car that was like, you know, so much money because I was making it all, but I was just blowing it. And this was in a dark point in my life where I was going out on the weekends. I was snorting cocaine. I was drinking all this alcohol every single week and I was booking hotels left, right and center. I had all this money and I was just blowing it. I really didn't know what that was going to do to me mentally until it was kind of too late. I was definitely really invested in my OnlyFans account for a good period of, I think about eight months. Of my OnlyFans journey, I was definitely very invested. I would spend every single evening because I knew the time that my subscribers were. I'm active was about 10 p.m. So I'd wake, I'd stay up until 10 p.m., 12 a.m. replying, you know, talking dirty to other people, sending videos, sending toy play videos, all the things. Like I did pretty much everything you can think of on OnlyFans. I even did a lesbian sex tape, which is something that I. Uh, I can't even think about anymore because it's again something that I never thought I would do but because I was in such a toxic mindset right like I thought that this is the only way I'm going to make money so I need to do all the things that I would have never dreamed of doing and then when I got so invested in doing sex tapes with other people I actually lost myself sexually and I'm going to dive a little bit into that because sexuality and being intimate and being able to pleasure yourself is a very very taboo subject but it's also something that doesn't get spoken about enough because is, you know, sexual pleasure is very important to the human body. but I stopped having that because I was literally becoming a sex worker, and I was becoming a sexual object for male attention. And this fucked with my mental health more than you could ever imagine. Yeah. So with that being said, I definitely have noticed now. The more that I think about it, and the more that I understand, when I was in this industry, I did not have any sexual relationships with anyone. I couldn't because these people, nine times out of ten, like I'm going to be blatantly honest, guys do not want to be in a relationship with a girl with OnlyFans account. I'm just going to fucking say it out boy blank because that is the honest truth. If a guy really loves a girl, the last thing that he wants her to do is sell herself online. That's just my personal opinion. And I didn't understand that. I was just like... I kept yelling at all these people and all these people that I was interest, interested in. I'm like, why don't you just like me? Like, it doesn't matter. I don't, you know, it's just work, yada, yada, yada. But I never fully understood why, on a male's perspective, that it was wrong of me to be like that. It wasn't until I like, fell in love with my partner, the one that I'm with now, that I really understood that the case for most people. I'm not going to be talking about everyone here, but nine times out of ten that's basically the reality of male's mind right they definitely do not want their love with their life the person they want to marry the person they want to have kids with you know posting that type of stuff online if we think back right we're gonna dive a little bit back into the past now because I want you guys to kind of get a perspective on where I'm going with this in my opinion towards OnlyFans in that time when we we're in high school right and we had snapchat accounts and that was really fun and really like you know oh get a snapchat from this guy right do you ever remember or did you ever go through a period 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 of time where nudes were a massive thing on Snapchat. And did you ever send one? And if you didn't, fucking awesome. And if you did, listen up because this is for you. So you sent a nude on Snapchat, right? And a lot of the times, especially in my experience, my nudes got leaked when I was in grade 11. So I was 15 years old, sending nudes. They got leaked all the way through high school. And then I was like super horrified, right? But I blamed the person and I blamed the person who was sending them around. Yes, technically it was his fault. But when you think about it now, It was my fault for posting that. It was my fault for sending that. I would never do that again. And then as as women, we are constantly going, oh, but guys are all fuckboys. Like nine times out of 10, they just want us for sex. Babe, think back to the time that you posted a nude on your Snapchat and sent it to a guy. How does that make you any different? It doesn't. What I really want to do with this particular episode, I want to kind of spread awareness to the fact that men and women are the same, right? A guy wants to go out and be a fuckboy, he has every right to go out and be a fuckboy. If a girl wants to go out and be a slut, she's got every right to be a slut. Now, just remember why you're doing X, Y, and Z, and you cannot expect men. To not want to be a fuck boy if you're on there posting OnlyFans content, because that is the type of person that you're attracting, and it's very, very hard sometimes for women to be able to understand that. Because I guess nine times out of ten they're just like, well, if you know, I'm always getting these, like these boys treat me like shit, like all these guys just want to like make fun of me and just like fucking have sex with me, and that's all they care about. But then have a look at your life, babe. Have a look at the way that you portray your image online because that is so fucking important because if you're portraying a easy target online, that's what you are to them, an easy target. So if you don't want to be an easy target, if you want to actually settle down and if you want to actually have a respected relationship, then you can't be an easy target. So stop blaming the men for that. Start blaming yourself. I really think it's super important that that is definitely said in this podcast because I want to make that very fucking clear that I'm not innocent and neither is any one that I've ever experienced OnlyFans content with, but also all the people that I've had the sexual relationships with over the last few years. And I would always blame them for being fuckboys and hurting my feelings. But in reality, I was the insecure one and I was the one that was portraying this toxic, unhealthy, slutty personality online. Hence why I was attracting these types of men into my life. So let's dive deep into the negative aspect of OnlyFans and what it did to me mentally, because I think that's really fucking important that we talk about that. So, Obviously, OnlyFans definitely affected my life in my career-wise. It affected my life in relationship-wise. It basically affected every area of my life, to be honest. It made it hard for me to get respect from a lot of people. I lost a lot of respect from a lot of people. I lost a lot of followers from people that were friends of mine because of that. And I felt so fucking alone, even though, right, even though I had all of these followers on Instagram, I had all of these followers on TikTok, I had all of these people wanting to fucking see my nudes, I felt the loneliest I've ever felt because I didn't have friends. I just had people that objectified me as a sex worker that just wanted to talk to me because I was OnlyFans creator. And I was in the top 1-8% for a very, long time. So I was up there with making a lot of money and being a very popular OnlyFans creator for a good portion of that experience. But I was so alone because I couldn't develop relationships with anyone. I couldn't develop a a romantic relationship with anyone because of the lifestyle I choose, chose to live. So if you're thinking about starting OnlyFans, I'm just going to say it out like blank, blank. It's just like, babe, don't fucking do it. There is so much more to life than doing that because imagine what it's going to be like and I'm going to be living with this for the remainder of my life. You know, even though I don't physically have that account anymore, there is people all across the world that have access to my content. They have access to things that I've been posting for the last 12 months and one day in my life, they will come out. That is just what's going to happen. That is the horrible reality of social media is the moment that you post something no matter if it's fucking deleted anywhere someone's got it and it's never fully gone so remember that if you are considering starting an OnlyFans account there is So much more to your life than doing that. Yes, it's easy money. I fucking can tell you it is easy money. However, think about your future. What if your daughter that you have started an OnlyFans account? What would you think? How would you think if, you know, you woke up one day, you're 30 years old, 40 years old, and you lost a job because your entire OnlyFans account got spread across the internet and you were in corporate? Well, how would you feel? Just remember what the future repercussions of you doing that is going to do. Because at the end of the day, no matter whoever says this to you, because nine times out of 10, the people that are telling you that you should start it are people that are the creators themselves or people that subscribe to OnlyFans themselves. It's not because they believe that that is a right career choice for you. It fucked up my sex life in the biggest way you could possibly imagine. I didn't have one. When I started dating my boyfriend, Rennie, he actually did perform a few OnlyFans content with me now i'm getting really fucking tmi here okay rennie is a very traditional person he's a very romantic person he wants to settle he wants to have kids he wants to get married all the things but i started only fans and he liked me so much that he didn't want to let that get in the way even though he fucking hated every second of it and he still hates every second of it we booked a hotel to film some content and he just couldn't get it up. And he had to take a Viagra in order to, I guess, film content because he knew that he was doing this for other males' males' pleasure, not his own. So that fucked with his head. It took us, no joke, like four hours to film a 10-second video. So it definitely put a, a straight a romantic relationship at the start. And that was kind of the eye-opener for me is that why the fuck am I doing this? This is not what I want to do. This is not the life that I want to live because there's so much more to life than this, right? There's so much more to it. The biggest thing about OnlyFans is understanding that you are putting not only your life in jeopardy, you're putting the lives of other people that care about you in jeopardy too. It puts a big fucking strain on you as a person. It does, unfortunately. And I did not want to be known as Lisa Ann, the OnlyFans creator. I wanted to be known as Lisa Griffin, the PT that changes people's lives. That's what I wanted to be No nan and that took really hard for me to be able to change the perspective around hence why i've changed over instagrams because that girl that was in that instagram account she was very fucking unhappy because all she cared about was getting validated by other men right and it's sad it's sad. And I don't disrespect anyone who does OnlyFans. I, I, I honestly, I do not care. If you do OnlyFans, go off sis. If you don't, good for you. I don't care. Just know that it does. Put a very big mental strain on you as a person, and it definitely can affect your future self. Let's talk a little bit about the big life lessons that I've learned about myself through OnlyFans journey. So, obviously, I talk a lot about self worth, self belief, like limiting beliefs, trusting yourself, loving yourself, all the things, right? When I was on OnlyFans, I had none of that. I had no self-respect, I had no self-belief, I had no drive, I had no purpose, I had no self-worth. I didn't believe that I was worthy of having anything because I just didn't, I just didn't believe it. The harsh truth is, is that the reason I felt that way was because I was doing something that I wasn't aligned with. I, I really didn't want to be doing OnlyFans at all. And sometimes it was very hard for me to be able to get in the mindset of doing it. Because if anyone has done OnlyFans content, if anyone here has actually been on an OnlyFans account, to be able to get into the mindset to sleep with someone that you don't even know to make money is a whole fucking ordeal of a mental capability, right? Like I'm the straightest person you could possibly think. And I had to film a lesbian sex tape and to be able to get into that mindset, that was terrifying, I drank an entire bottle of gin just to be able to get through it. And I think back now, I could never do something like that again because I'm so aligned with who I am right now and I'm so aligned with what I'm doing that that girl, I don't even recognize. Yes, that might be hard for a lot of you to hear. It might be hard for a lot of you to understand if you are someone that is on OnlyFans. I really hope that you take this with a grain of salt and understand that This fucked my life in a a lot of ways, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And it will, and it will forever haunt me for the remainder of my life because that is not someone that I want to recognize myself as. That's not someone that I want to live up to. And she is definitely a person that I have removed from my life. That Lisa Ann is, she's gone, right? She doesn't exist anymore because that's not me. Is it worth it? That's the big fucking question. Is it worth it? Absolutely not. Not one single point of that was worth it. Did I learn a lot about it? Yes. Did I learn a lot about my self-worth? Absolutely. It also gave me somewhat of a business mindset. But if I could go back, probably wouldn't have done it again. And I hope one day that this platform goes down because there's a lot of people's lives that are going to be in jeopardy because of this platform and you never know what people are doing with that content you just never know right you never know and i know that might be a very controversial opinion and again like i said please take this with a grain of salt i'm not trying to personally out anyone i'm not trying to give anyone the wrong idea i'm just telling you my personal opinion and why i don't agree with OnlyFans fans and why i decided to step away from it and i guess all the reasons why i've you know learned so much about myself i definitely have learned a lot about my inner work, my self-pleasure through that experience. And it's definitely one of those things that I'm never going to be able to regret. I don't regret a single moment of it. That's the honest truth. I don't regret anything in my life. I obviously just wish I chose a different pathway. But at the end of the day, the universe needed me to do that in order for me to develop some self-worth, some self-respect, some goals, man, some fucking drive to do something more. I could literally talk about the OnlyFans industry forever because there's so much more to say, but I don't really want to go too much further into it because this is not the reason I wanted to have this podcast. I just wanted to kind of give the opportunity to understand that I had a growth period and that was my growth period. I'm going to change my reality, create a new narrative and be the girl that people want to look up to and be the inspiration that people want to become. I really hope that you guys got a little bit out of this podcast. It was more just an opportunity for me to talk about it openly. I haven't really spoken about it openly since I decided to quit and it was really nice to just kind of get it all out. To be honest, even though I'm just talking to myself, I really hope that you guys did get something out of it and understand that again, everything is a journey. Life is a journey. Life is a roller coaster, and you have to go through some shit in order to see the real fucking worth of yourself because if i didn't go through that only career on that pathway i would never have learned this much about myself and in, in order to be able to be that happy authentic loving self that i am today so with that being said guys i'm gonna clock off your ears i hope you have a beautiful week and i will talk to you guys on the next one make sure that you do follow subscribe like comment all the things i'd love to get a review from you guys as well and i will see you on the next podcast bye guys